Assalamu alaikum again. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 here in the heart of the city in Birmingham and 105.1 in Luton and all our listeners are tuned in all over the country. Uh, thank you for tuning into this Parenting Hour. My name is Kathleen Rochnagy and as usual I'm here with you for the next hour where we are going to be talking about another important topic for parents. Um, it's not always that they be looking at this topic but it is something that you'll need at some stage in your life when we're going to be looking at buying houses and where to buy what to buy what you should be looking out for before you buy a house what you should know understand the pitfalls that goes on so we're going to start this as an introduction of Sirius because my guest actually is going to start his own show soon and he'll be going into much more depth about each one of these problems in more depth with you. But I couldn't resist but having him on here the show this evening and welcome him in to have him live here to kind of give us a general overview and introduction, especially with parents who get very stressed over this period of time trying to look for the right house to know what is right for them and their family and their children. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Brother Azar Sharif. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome. Wa alaikum salam. Oh, very nice to be back again. Mm-hmm. And thanks very much for your time. And I hope I can be of some benefit to somebody. And I look forward to maybe giving some, some information which may be useful. You have a lot of information. And I know I, the last time we did a show, it was a good while ago now, Um a lot of people found it very beneficial. I don't know there was lots of calls in afterwards uh, about the show. And I think this is why you need to do your own show, your own show live to actually be able to answer those calls and help people, whether it's in their private life, buying a house or a business or whatever. Because I know you can do both being a chartered surveyor and a chartered building engineer. Mashallah, look at all those qualifications. Mashallah. <laughs> yeah, very easy. I think, yeah, if we can be of help to some people, I think it'd be very good. Great. Um, in terms of whether you want to buy a house, whether you want to rent a house, mm-hmm. pitfalls, type of surveys, what you need to do, when's the best time to buy a property, people would normally ask me. Mm. Where's the best time? I mean, in reality, um, the best time to buy a property is now really when it suits you. There's no such thing as the best time because no one can predict the market. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the buying. If the buying is done right, this is where we come in as chartered surveyors. In effect, we advise on what the property value should be, the issues, if there's any issues with the property. There's a lot of things that we need to be con- considered. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done this for around 30 years now, alhamdulillah. And... Um, I've done a few surveys in my time. A few. I'm sure thousands (laughs) of surveys, mashallah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Great. Wonderful. And indeed, uh, you know, some of our parents I want to talk to also about uh, are some of our courses that we're doing because um, parents, usually when their families are expanding, that's when they're thinking of buying houses. But also we want to tell you of some of our programs so that you are not missing out on your programs and getting to look after yourself. So if I just start with our pregnancy and beyond, we've got two courses, one in memorial surgery in Small Heath. That's a four week course 
course, although it's um, it's on on Thursdays, we still have spaces there. So it's on Thursdays between twelve thirty and two thirty. It's just just about starting now, so we have plenty of spaces there. So please ring the studio uh, or ring Approachable Parenting about that to get a place. And we have another one in the evening one, another four week pregnancy and beyond course that is on in the boardroom at Approachable Parenting, and that's Friday evenings between six and eight p.m. and that's starting the 29th of November so for mums and dads to come together to learn the importance of parenting so like buying a house where this is uh, you're buying your family home parenting is something we should be educating ourselves about as well and then we've got a few other ones pregnancy to three all over Birmingham with uh, working with the children's centres so there's a Hoda nursery which um, is in B, I'm trying to look at the B10 and then there's Ladywood that is B16 I believe and then Bertram is coming up uh, in B10 as well and Fox Hollies coming up B27 and in other places so again if you want more information about those programmes which we have spaces on each one of them there are eight week programmes that go from pregnancy right up to the age of three please do ring us in and let us know about um, what programme you'd like to be on because we need to be looking at where is, what's the best way and what's the best way of raising a child as well as looking at the environment around and how I raise my child, how I raise my children. And that's why we go back to buying the house because parents want to know what is the best house to buy in the best area maybe for my children. So what would you say, uh, Asher, about this, about buying houses where parents are, maybe they've never bought a house before, (coughs) pregnant now for the first time, very excited about this and want to buy a small family home? Yeah, I mean, the first thing you do is identify the property in terms of location where you'd want to be, i.e. close to the amenities, schooling, um, public transport and there's considerations that you do want to consider such as um, car parking um, all these type of issues are quite important that's the first the first the first things to consider secondly you'd obviously you'd also be looking at price what your price bracket is whether you'd be buying it cash or whether you'd be buying it mortgage arranging the funding there's all types of fund, funding out there um, some halal funding is also available which mm-hmm. is you know, it's you can you can look at that. Um, people have different views on that, mm-hmm. um, but the the facility is available. So if you see a pro- see a property, you'd normally go to the estate agent, look around, find a property, and you'd make an offer. And when you make an offer to an estate agent on a property, let's just say it's on four hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. um, someone would normally make an offer to the estate agent. They normally ask for proof of funding. Mm. Um, funding, whether it's cash or mortgage, they'd want to see that before accepting any formal offer. Really, from there on, you would need to get a survey done. Ideally, you don't have to get a survey done, mm-hmm. um, but it's strongly um, recommended. Um, there's various surveys you can get done. Mm-hmm. Um, the most basic survey is like a valuation mm-hmm. from a mortgage lender, which is really for the lender, it's not for the purchaser. So there's always some issues about the responsibility if there are any problems. Mm. Um, second type of survey, which is probably quite useful, is a home buyer report. Um, then, then thirdly is a structure report or a billing survey, which is in depth. So 
there's all types of surveys you'd consider. So on making an offer to an estate agent, um, normally the offer is accepted, but it's always subject to contract. Mm-hmm. So you'd need to consider very caref- carefully because y- because the average person out there is not a surveyor, he's not expert in property, so you'd need to obtain an advice from an expert like a chartered surveyor who's a recognised international recognised qualification throughout the world um, also holds indemnity insurance against any issues so you would obtain a survey report let's just say you were buying it for £150,000 the initial offer to the estate agent mm. let's just say that the surveyor picks up some faults you get a structure report done and they've picked up some structural defects mm-hmm. um, there's a whole whole range of items that need to be considered in a survey and normally the survey would pick up any detrimental significant issues that would affect the market value it's not every single item in a property but really a surveyor would go out and look for the major issues for example if there's subsidence in the building you could see some the brick wall is falling down or some structural instability the surveyor would normally give a specification of works and all that kind of stuff and that could materially affect the market value of the property so you could come back and with these defects and also the market value and the general economic conditions it could be valued 125,000 just because you've offered 150,000 initially doesn't mean you have to pay that price okay so you can go back again and say the survey told me this this and this yeah of course in fact Mm -hmm. in in reality um, the estate agent would guide a property it's a guide price Mm -hmm. and and you must remember the estate agent is employed by the vendor the sellers to obtain the maximum price in reality. Right. So you would consider getting a survey done to to make sure you're buying the property at the right price, mm. as well as the conditions. As well oh. as the conditions. So there's, there's a lot there to think of. So this first you need to get a recognised surveyor and you, that they need to be uh, qualified and recognised. Do they have a stamp or how do people go about knowing? Because I, I can imagine if you're doing this for the first time, you still maybe look it up in the f- what well, used to look up in the phone book before, but now you go online, don't yes, you, and look yeah, it up. Yeah. And all <laughs> these names come in front of you. And it could yes. be like like me the other day. I was traveling to Ireland. Actually, I thought I was on Ryanair website, and I realized only way too late when the boarding pass wasn't coming and what's going on here that I had actually gone in and paid through another website. Oh, yes, yes. And I, I did get the boarding pass in the end, which was only a few hours before traveling. So it was a bit of a, a stress there because I. And they only sent me one at a time rather than when you usually can get your board, your boarding pass for, for outward and inward journey because it was only a short journey. Mm. Um, but they only sent me one at a time. So I didn't realise that because it looked so authentic. It just looked like I was in Ryanair website and mm. I didn't know I wasn't until it was way down the line. Okay. So how could somebody yes. that's not used to buying houses, yes. you know, click on something that comes up in front of them and then they're in the wrong side? How would they recognise they're in the right side? That's a very good point there, mm. Kathleen. Um, obviously, there's a lot of websites out there that sometimes portray themselves as the Mm -hmm. original, the official websites. I mean, I would say with regards to the real estate or property, I would say you're looking for the RICS qualification, which is the main qualification, which stands for the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors. It takes around seven years to get qualified. So from right from university, from A-levels to university to the... like a doctor. Yeah, it's like (laughs) a doctor. Well, we say we are property doctors. (laughs) That's how I kind of, I look at the RICS. There's also... um, there's all types of surveyors. There's general practice surveyors that do valuation. There's 
there's building surveyors who concentrate more on the structural side, but there's some surveyors that can do both, just depending on experience. Also, there's other um, public bodies. I mean, professional bodies like chartered building engineers, mm-hmm. which concentrate more on the structural angle side, which are engineers and also civil engineers. So there's uh, qualifications. Normally, the most important thing you need to consider is why would you pay a fee to someone to give you an opinion, just like any other professional you're being covered by professional indemnity, mm-hmm. which is a requirement for professionals such as us, mm-hmm. such as surveyors, mm-hmm. chartered surveyors. So you have that symbol there and those marks, yeah. RICS yeah. there. So that's the important thing to look for. It looks like a lion. It's a purple lion. Okay, a purple lion. <laughs> it's a purple it. lion. <laughs> <laughs> and I should actually yes. say also yes. that I'm not actually promoting one airline over the other here, of what's advertising <laughs> yes. here. Yes, yes, so yes, it could be the same with any other airlines that, you know, or any other things actually, when you just Google it in the, in the search box there, that something comes up. So you have a list of people that come up and now you've found somebody that has that line there, that has that symbol there but there may be a list of many people how would you choose between them then uh, what would, you, would your next step be really you'd I mean like you'd want to you could either contact the institution who are based at Coventry or in London you can go onto their website mm-hmm. if you type in the if you just type in the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors it's got a list of qualified firms and surveyors so you can double check that you can also ask the firm you can ask them to give you a quotation for the type of survey you require it's always important to try to explain exactly by by email by way of an instruction mm-hmm. as to what you're looking for are you more interested in the valuation or you're more interested in a billing survey they're different things or do you want them combined um, so that's what you need to do in terms of buying a property mm-hmm. um, and you're more than f- welcome to shop around like you would anywhere else mm-hmm. you don't have to pay the fee that they say mm-hmm. but like anywhere else you get the most competitive quote with someone who's got some good relevant experience Mm-hmm. And mm. I suppose maybe even going one step back further mm-hmm. before we find that house now, because we, we found probably a, a surveyor, but before we found the house, people get very confused to looking at houses as to know, is it the area I should be looking at or is it the house size I should be looking at? Because... Uh, Everybody wants the most for their money. Yeah, we're all wanting the the best for our money, best value for our money, really. But that's not... They, they are different, aren't they? They are different. Sometimes you get a really small house, which is in a very prominent area that may you may get, if you're reselling it later on, get money back or even make a profit on it. But, and other times you, you might get a big house, but it's in a different area that, um, that doesn't cost as much but it may the prices may not increase as much if you're selling it on later on. I think it's a very good question. It's not very straightforward, <laughs> Kathy. <but laughs> Sorry, it's a very co- my questions are always complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very good question. Don't. It's a very good question. I mean, it all comes down to personal choice and what you're looking for. I mean, are you buying for investment purposes? Are you buying to live there? If you're buying to live there, you'd be close to some schooling. Um, mm. Schooling is very important. The it amenities, is, especially for our parents. Yeah, and the C- close to children's centres, close to yeah. facilities, close yeah. maybe to hospitals. Yeah, that's right. Bus and routes or whatever that can yeah. take them to these places. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. if you wanted a bigger house, you can go into a probably further away. It's it's a very very. Um, there's no wrong and right answer in this one. It's mm. very very personal. If someone needs five bedrooms, um, they'll probably have to go to a area which is probably cheaper um, but it really depends on the individual there's no wrong and right answer Mm. in reality Mm. um, but I would always say try to buy something with potential 
Um, that's probably one of the, the critical points I would consider when I'm looking at real estate, any property, just see if you can potentially do a loft conversion. You could ask the survivor for that. So potentially you could increase the size that way. Also on the side next door is any land available just by looking at the property itself to determine whether you can expand in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I'll really the way I'd answer sure. that question. Yeah, so looking at potential. So maybe the loft, it may be going out the back with an extension or the front, it may be yeah. converting the garage, it could yeah. be a conservatory. Absolutely. So something that you could actually Absolutely. do yeah. over time to make it profitable for you. And and I suppose that looking at the land next door that you could buy, but also thinking maybe somebody else might buy or somebody might put a factory on it yeah, so yeah. These, <laughs> well this is one reason you'd probably employ a surveyor sometimes yeah. if you buy in a mixed commercial area yeah sometimes the surveyor especially your lawyer would advise if there's any cpo compulsory purchase orders and that's more the legality side but one thing i'd also mention at this stage depending on the purchaser um, if the purchaser is a cash buyer um, they're always in a very strong position they can normally buy the property from anybody with an estate agent at a bit of a discounted price mm-hmm. because it's a bit of an in this market conditions it's a very very good asset to be buying cash you can normally get a good discount on the purchase of any property so mm-hmm. that's quite helpful cash is really king definitely okay. in this game great so yeah. it may be that you might start off even though you have a small bottle of cash and it might be for some of our couples that are pregnant for example and that are going to come on in our pregnancy and beyond courses are starting in the next few weeks and uh, and learn about that as well but they might start in a flat for example a small flat somewhere because they could have that cash you're saying and yeah. and start there and start building their family in, in that yeah yeah of course and there's also the opportunity for a lot of people out there for council right to buy mm-hmm. where they're buying they've been living in council houses for some time they've they've got the right to get you know very good discounts um up to 30 40 percent discounts on the purchase price buying back from the council and it's it's normally quite easy to arrange funding for that Mm -hmm. and it's a very good way for people to get onto the property ladder Mm -hmm. um so that's very very good uh, very good point you made Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. about small flats or houses but if you've ever got the opportunity to buy you must buy that'd be that's Mm -hmm. what i would say Mm -hmm. you know buy when you can it's a good investment Mm -hmm. What about, uh, um, and in your experience, have you come across, like a couple of families come together? For, I'm thinking of, not strangers, so maybe two brothers coming together to to get on the property ladder because they've never been on the property ladder and this is new for them and they just want to get the foot in. What do you think of that situation? Is that easy or or is that does that have more problems down the line what advice would you give i think it all <laughs> i think it all comes down to one thing called money i think it's all cash flow mm-hmm. i mean it's a good idea if the brothers get on there's no reason why they couldn't buy a house together in mm-hmm. joint names and they could potentially um you may need planning planning permission but you could potentially one person could take the ground floor the other brother could take the first floor mm-hmm. so there's options like that at least mm-hmm. you get you on the property ladder but there yeah these are good options that you could consider mm-hmm. and then you could move on after that as their families are growing i'm yeah. sure there's other options oh to yeah think about i mean the first thing it'd be good to get onto the property ladder however you can mm-hmm. and just so you got a bit of a track record and it gives you confidence and you understand these the processes how it would work yeah, it's, that's a good idea, I think. Very mm-hmm. good idea to get into the property ladder mm-hmm. by sharing the... Because everything you need to do is probably has to be done properly and legally, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with families. Of or, course, you know. of course. And if you had to go for a mortgage, is is there a percentage of 
um, deposit that you need to have in cash. Yeah, nowadays they're they're quite strict than they were previously. Um, I would say that normally, d- depending on your income, you'd normally be needing to put down anywhere between five percent and say thirty percent normally. Mm-hmm. And that's what you'd be looking at, depending on the mortgage provider and the income. It's really based on the status mm-hmm. of your income. Mm-hmm. Income, you know, to thirty percent. That's quite a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, yeah, for some people. Yeah, for some people it may be, but mm-hmm. again, it depends on the credit rating of yeah. one. And that's the worse the credit rating, the higher the percentage is normally. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the really, the stable job is the most critical, mm-hmm. critical point here. So a stable job and and then credit rating. Can you just describe credit rating or explain it a little bit more for credit rating? Because some people may never have had a credit card, may never have bought things on credit, may not know that exists, may dealing mm. you know, a lot of our Muslim community deal with cash <laughs> and still deal with cash so w- what is credit rating? Yeah, credit rating really is if for instance you've ever had any issues in the past, if you've had your house remortgaged, I mean repossessed mm-hmm. or you've had a county court judgment the, in court mm-hmm. you've had a dispute with somebody so this can affect your credit rating in, in quite a, in quite a um, serious way which would affect your ability to obtain mortgage funding mm. and similar items. So that would affect you. So that's something to consider. Mm. Mm. So it's rating. And would that be affected, say, if somebody bought a car or something and didn't pay off payments? Yeah, it's similar. Car? It's similar. It'd be a end of day. It'd be coming back as a county court judgment, potentially. Potentially. Because the first yeah. thing any lender would do, anyone that provides any form of credit, they would look... At the hist- they would look at the history, and nowadays, within seconds, you can the lenders would know within seconds what your on your complete credit file, mm-hmm. whether your class is a high risk or a low risk. Mm-hmm. It's really as simple as that. It could mm-hmm. be something as simple as a two thousand pound county court judgment where you haven't paid a bill. Sometimes you, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Someone may send you a summons and you haven't received it. And when it comes to getting a mortgage, in fact, it's quite common. Really, and is yeah, it? Yeah, wow. it's quite common. Yeah, it's a good point you mentioned because there may be a five hundred pound. Um, payment that you haven't paid mm-hmm. and it's on your credit file and that can stop you getting a mortgage. Wow. Yeah. And once you pay off that £500 or whatever it is, would that be taken off your credit history then? Yeah, it all depends normally on the on the timing, but you'd you'd pay it off, get a satisfaction letter, then you'd go back to the lender, then release down to the lender's discretion mm-hmm. as to what they would do in okay. terms of the funding side. Okay, because I've heard of, of somebody telling me that the advice they got one time when they were buying a house, they never had a credit card in their life, and they were advised to take out a credit card, buy something on it, pay it off, so you have a history that you actually are a good you good at credit. <laughs> oh, that's I'm a very good now, point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very good point. I mean, yeah, but I think the other way of doing it is just need proof of um, of where you live. For example, you mm. should be on the electoral roll. Is probably one of the best ways to prove. Right. Get yourself, and the elections are coming up now, so get yourself registered, mm-hmm. and that's probably the the best thing you could do. Yeah, it's proof of where you live. That's okay. in reality. So that's what people want yeah. to know before they look at this. Yeah. So it's important to get that money bit ready. So listeners, if you are thinking of buying, it's something to think about to see have you got any outstanding bills. And if you've never been registered before, make sure you're on the electorate. We should all be voting anyway. And um, it's the right. Well, gosh, the poor women voted, fought for this 100 years ago. So especially if, if women are listening there, please make sure you're on the, the electorate to, to and use your vote. And um, from there, you can build then that at least the financial bit is 
is okay and you can proceed that way. So we know that now you've got the finance sorted out, now you're looking in the different areas and as we mentioned earlier on, it could be that you want a bigger house in, in an area because you have lots of children and um, you may think of later on down the line I'm moving from that house to another house in a different area but you want to get started somewhere or you may want a smaller little patch, a little flat just to get started with as well and then think I'm going to move later on into something else. So just think of where you want that that house. I, I know when we see these programs on TV, we often hear of it, location, location, location. But that, that is, as you said, very subjective to the person because the person may want to live next door to the, their mum, their father. So their location is in that street. That's where I want to be. So that's the important location. You know, so although the, the programmes go and they talk about, about um, schools and public transport and all of this, it may not be there. It may be that you want, there's a house next door to your mum and I, I want to buy that house next door to my mum because I want my mum to help me when I've had the baby and I want to be close by or I'm helping her you know as Muslim families we do this yeah that's very good I mean in fact I've seen in my in my time in this mm-hmm. as an estate agent in the past you, you'd find especially in some of the Asian areas mm-hmm. people would want to live close to their family mm-hmm. and they'd pay a premium sometimes paying above market value so mm-hmm. if you're a purchaser sometimes it's if you're buying from an estate agent, it's best probably not to to tell them exactly I mean there's I mean we have to be honest but there's no mm-hmm. point in um, telling the potential seller that you're buying it because your family's next door because they can ask another 10%. <laughs> so that's something just to consider, really. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes keep your cards yes. in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming to a commercial break already. How quickly the time goes. So thank you so much for talking and explaining that to us. We have lots of more questions to ask afterwards. And listeners, as I mentioned earlier on, we've got two Pregnancy and Beyond courses starting. Please give the studio a ring if you want to find out more information about that and they'll pass them out to you or ring us on Approach for Parenting at, at Approach for Parenting also and we'll give you more information about that uh, we've a lot more to talk about about buying houses where to go what to do what you should be doing what you should be looking out for so do join us after this commercial break inshallah when we'll be coming back to you and discussing this in more detail as alaikum